0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Nexus tonight. Your weekly—he's va- shaking his head already. Your weekly Vanguard podcast. Uh, I'm Atlas. I'm
1: Matt. I'm Root Beer, and I'm the Gold Paladin Clan leader.
0: It's, uh, it's Richard. Uh, it's Richard from Nexus Tour. <laughs> our big daddy. How's it going?
1: Hey, it's going. I'm here to complain.
0: Hell <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I just imagine like that's how you go into businesses. Good morning. I'm here to complain. <laughs> So May exactly. I speak to your
2: manager, please?
0: Yeah. Uh, the white woman angle. <laughs> or, or, or just like that Monty Python, I'm here for an argument thing.
3: Oh, that's a classic.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we're talking about the uh, the ban list that was revealed uh, yesterday for you guys.
1: I uh, I got a notification on Discord, and I saw a picture of Percival and a list of cards saying restricted, and I immediately got up and had to read. I had no choice.
0: So why don't we read it then? Um, <laughs> So the list here is, uh, it's effective April 1st, which I think is pretty fitting. Um,
1: yeah, that's funny. I really yeah. hope it is a joke.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we did an uh, April Fool's joke. What was it, like 23 days in advance?
1: Oh, smart. 24 yes. days
0: in advance? Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's good going. So I forget the name of this uh, Bermuda card. What's the great one?
2: Um, meep. 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 Yes. So, so that's <laughs> been
0: restricted to one. Uh, Black observe Hamiel, the uh, the finisher for Angel Feather, the one that gets like crits and they can't guard the sentinels, uh, mm-hmm. is just restricted. And the choice restriction of Gurgit and Percival has been removed, and instead you can have Gurgit at four, and Percival is now at one copy, no uh, matter what the
2: deck is. Gurgit was never banned. They just it was choice. You know, restricted. Restricted. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh...
3: yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, why? So, hold on. Hold Boy, on. I
2: sure am glad we got rid of
3: that harmony, or not, the melody. Melody. <laughs> wait, 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 So, uh, as far as VRO is concerned, like, it was pretty much all Prism and Luard, right? Yep,
1: thousand percent.
3: And, uh, what, so there's one card in Hit that was not really, they hit a card that was in, what? I don't, I don't understand. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah,
2: we.
1: Yeah, they they hit. Oh, I th- I don't really know exactly what all the Bermuda Prism stuff does, but I just noticed that for the most part, it seemed like that wasn't the card that neat that was
0: doing the problem. It,
2: it wasn't <laughs> just reading the skills. Ellie, like, this does like the problem. Uh, aqua Vert. Any of these? Like any? Yeah, like they didn't hit any of the generic engine cards. They hit like an archetype specific card for an archetype that's, like, not even that good. I guess maybe uh, Melody was super meta in Japan or something. I don't know.
0: Was it? I mean, uh, it should be noted that this is technically Japan-only, but, like, there's a pretty yeah. good chance it's coming over to the West. Like,
2: like uh, the Melody stuff can get really crazy, like, since Plon can just copy everything in Seoul... Like, and she gets any gift marker she wants when both players are a grade three. Like, I can see a world where this deck is, like, pretty good. Like, one Melody deck made it into tops for BRO, but, like, I don't think this is oppressive compared to, like, the very obvious problem of Luard and Prisms.
3: Yeah, and, like, it's it's felt like that nothing has really changed on that front. Like even though they've been printing like tons of side sets for like um what is it like um what's that stupid set called uh the V collections right yeah mm-hmm. and like none of those have really mattered. Hmm. I mean the Angel Feather stuff's pretty nice, and then that got slain. Yep.
0: <laughs> well, it, it, it was like uh they basically just destroyed the middle class of.
3: And they destroyed you know, like yeah. the yeah like the. The, two like, of the solid top contenders. Five, the, the two of the third to fifth best decks. <laughs> yeah. And not anything else. <laughs> but
0: I feel I feel like it's that episode of South Park where they're trying to decide what to do when an insurance company goes over, so they cut off a chicken's head and then put <laughs> it on a wheel and then it just runs around wherever it drops. <laughs> and that's what, so, like, it, it just ran around and, hit, and it landed on... Ban the melody card, ban black uh, you know, Hamiel. What if they what
3: the if they have a dartboard? That would be sick. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, same principle. Like they're just, I, I would have
3: to respect that. Like mm-hmm.
0: like they have the clan right, sort of, and then they just kinda like, Woo, you know.
3: <laughs> yep.
0: Or and and this is a really stupid theory, uh they also don't know what Bermuda cards do, like Matt and I. So they just kind of, like, that looks Well, I know what the
3: good broken. Bermuda cards
2: do. Yeah, well, I think it's very obvious what the good cards are, because you play it in every single Bermuda deck. Hell yeah. Like, it's just the same... In, like, lot, and Aqua just go in anything, right? And, like, so does Ellie to an extent. Pretty much. Like, you can just put all the three of them into, like, any Bermuda deck, and it's probably fine.
3: Yeah, I, I really hope we get a different list now. Like, really, really hope.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: just to interject real quick, I'm just kind of looking through all the the top eight lists from Bro, and yeah. I'm looking at all the Bermuda uh, lists. Uh, guess what card is missing from all those deck lists? What's that? The <laughs> card that got banned, or oh, limited to one. I'm shocked. It's, wow. not, it's not even in any of the decks. Not a single one oh.
3: ran that card yeah. Yeah. for Bro. The- it's it's melody support, right? Yeah, it's yeah, melody it's support. It's melody support. Like
2: on place, like if you're you and your opponent have the same grade vanguard, you can pay a soul blast instead of a counter blast. But on place, you can counter blast one, look at top seven, search two melody cards, put one to hand, put one to soul. So it's like consistency for plon, but plon is already really slow because both players need to be grade three for her to do the good part of her effect.
0: Okay.
2: And like just I'm yeah, this is like why this card? It is a very specific card for one archetype that's not that good. Let's see if I can pull up WGP. Yeah, it's uh like it has like it has to be that this is a bigger problem in Japan, otherwise they wouldn't have banned it, right? Right? I have this
0: uh I have this hope that when I die and go wherever it is people go after they die. That I get essentially a director's DVD commentary to my entire life with explanations <laughs> of everything that I didn't know. I bet when they get to this part of my life, they're just going to be like, "Fuck, dude, we don't we don't know why they did it."
3: <laughs> <sighs> no idea. No yeah. no idea
0: what we were, what they were thinking.
3: Sorry, it's wild. Yeah,
0: wild.
3: <laughs> but I again it, they they didn't me- they mentioned that this was like based off of like Japanese results, mm-hmm. which is fine yeah so um it must be that these cards are like more meta than they are here yeah it but that's what really makes me want them to have okay well if you admit that these are based off japanese results then are we getting our own thing based off of, and they everything, of yeah, results, everything yeah everything
2: that like na english has been
3: complaining about or na or you know everywhere else for that matter yeah english as a whole right mm-hmm but i don't know like I don't know how good the melody deck is, for example. Yeah, I have no idea. But. It's like, like I said,
2: it can get very explosive. Plon can copy all of everything in soul with melody, so you can get like That's big huge. power and some defensive ability.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And then she can get any grift marker she wants, so you can get like Excel marker, so you have big, huge columns and extra attacks.
0: Mm-hmm. I. I don't... Okay, like, the the Angel Feather one is the one that feels like the most out of left field for me because Bermuda, at the very least, you can make the case of, well, Bermuda's the problem, they just don't know that it's Prism or whatever. This is just like... Why? Like... It's Mm -hmm. the finisher for, like, any Bermuda deck worth its salt and now you've effectively
2: killed... Angel Feather? Yeah. Sorry,
0: Angel Feather. Worth its salt, and they just killed the whole thing.
3: <laughs> hmm. Um, I think that there's there's it's it's part of that, but like Angel Feather is kind of like this weird casino deck, right? That's just kind of mm-hmm. like annoying. Mm-hmm. So maybe they just didn't want that, which is reasonable. But I like,
0: mean they, they could at least put it to one or something, right?
3: Mm-hmm. It's Although I hell. get, I guess you could the, just could to search it right.
0: Yeah, well, there's that, and then, like, usually when a card is limited to one, one way of the balancing is by, oh, I damage checked it by accident.
1: The Angel Feather.
3: The the one (laughs) deck where that's not applicable, so. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, they will just go out of their way to put in damage. Yeah. And
2: no changes to the other formats. I wasn't really expecting anything for standard. Nothing stands out super much right now, and the set, like, just dropped. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm well it's been out I,
3: for a while in in uh, yeah in jp but it just came out for us
2: mm-hmm so but again i don't think anything's like super unfair and then i just imagine nobody in japan cares about premium which is why there's no ban list Correct. they already freaked out they already freaked out last time they put out the premium ban list because they didn't understand it
0: i mean we were we were so elated about it the at least in the case of like standard and premium were not like n- nothing really stands out as something that needs a bonk on the head. Maybe nightmare dolls, but I say just let them run wild in, the, in Spring Fest and then kill them if you're going to yeah. do that.
3: Um, yeah, the, I think at this point it's like awkward to hit stuff, but there's mm-hmm. probably some things you can touch.
1: Yeah, in a, in hey, a perfect you, world, someone would know every single thing needed to make a balanced meta, but we won't know if we don't have results. So.
0: Yeah, gotta wait for that director's DVD commentary after mm-hmm. they die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Richard, uh, the reason we had you on was because of the the Durgit Ger- the Percival thing. Mm-hmm. What exactly is so bad about this to someone um, who doesn't play Gold Paladin?
1: Sure. So if we talk about like the main 4V premium decks you can honestly play, you, you get four archetypes, which are Ezel... Duke, technically, I guess you could say. Um, Agravain. Um, sorry, there's five. Gurgit and Prominence Core. So those are like the five different decks you can play in V Premium for golds. Mm. And they all kind of have like their own very unique uh, playstyle build. The only thing they all have in common is that Percival just goes in for four copies no matter what. Because the card is just that good. And it works for every deck. Um, the main issue is that Percival's the reason why they're able to keep up with the pace of these decks like Luard, Angel Feather, Night Rose. Um, what? What am I missing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty much that. Yeah. So like, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah. And it's honestly just because I mean, going in order, Ezel, If you don't get the uh, the high roll, the oh, I I uh, I got to grade three while you're in grade one. You lost. The only way you can keep up after that is oh, I rode Ezel grade three. Okay, well, I'm on grade three. Boom, Percival. Now I get an extra marker out of this. Um, after that was Duke. Duke, main problem is that the minute after you ride Duke, there are no other cards that really help you build a board that make it feel like you're getting an advantage. You have cards like all the cards that are, you, know, you build a board, it only works when you call it from hand, except for like maybe Kaiden and Hoel. But they need each other to work, so that's also a consistency issue. The only one card that's like, oh, it's in my hand, boom, Percival. I get a marker and I get a thing to blow, to call on the board. I can choose to blow those two up if I want to use Duke right off the bat. And then the one argument I could say about Duke is that it's kind of unfair that the minute you write it, it, could, it just restands no matter what. Yeah. And that if you're at four, it gets a drive check and it gets a crit. So it's like, yeah, Duke can seem unfair, but the only reason why it's propelling that far is because you can make a board so easily, thanks to Percival. Without Percival, everything's super clunky and hard to the point where you're like, I don't want to play Duke because I have to throw down my entire hand just to get off the skill, and that's not worth it. You know, there's no advantage out of that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, the next deck is Agravain.
0: my favorite person i just i just love the way that thing works yeah Yeah.
1: like heal guardians for sure came in clutch and i think that's why there were a lot of people in uh, wgb playing agravain is because the deck's main issue was it couldn't keep up you were already at five damage by the time you rode agravain Mm
0: -hmm. um
1: but now heal guardians you're like oh cool i can stay alive and still be at two damage um Percival builds you a board, Aglavale fills your soul and Aggravain's whole thing is soul blast 12, so that kind of makes sense. Without Percival to help you search out those Aglavales right from the get-go, deck slows down so much. Mm-hmm. And then you're also losing the resources to build your board cuz Aggravain's whole thing is number of things you called that turn. So mm-hmm. if you only have four cards in hand, you're calling like maybe 2 to 4. And then that's it. Everything goes to soul and you call four and maybe that top four is like three triggers. You're just kind of sitting there like, why did I even play this deck? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but at least with Percival, you're like, alright, cool. Put down Percival. Oh, I drew a card. Oh, cool. This card could help. But I also searched out Agravail. So I just got two things and I got an extra card out of this. Mm-hmm. And then you're also making more markers to call more things to be more aggressive during the Agravain turn. So... The, it's like that Percival's the only card that is making Aggravate playable. Without Percival, you just might as well, the, the deck is dead. Um and then last uh lastly besides Gergit is Prominence Core, and that card literally says if you have Percival in the skull in the soul, dot dot dot. So it's like the deck needs Percival to function because everything else is revolving around being called from the deck and the only thing that's calling. Is prominence core, and prominence core needs Percival to maximize the number of calls you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, prominence core is dead for no reason. It didn't deserve it. <laughs> um, it was
0: it was that meme because like you put up a video on the Nexus Core channel, like doing a quick yeah. like explanation of everything, and then you had that meme of the the Godfather. Oh, yeah, the Godfather. The my boy. Yeah, <laughs> and then you superimposed the faces on that That was.
1: <laughs> yeah i think the only the only deck that benefit out of this new thing is honestly Gurgit, because it went from zero percivals to one personal and that's honestly all you needed is just that one extra marker and then Gurgit's like all right cool you're dead yeah everything's getting an extra 5k easy
3: <laughs> yeah that was the thing that made Gurgit really strong is that you just mm-hmm. end up with like a billion uh excel markers and we're just like huh, well my board's huge yep
1: was a uh, same thing I was doing with against Atlas and Vince when we were playtesting premium decks. I was literally only playing with what was V premium or V standard Gurgit Percival did not. everything was a V card not a single G Pretty era much. card and yeah. I didn't stride. I was literally just yeah. playing pre choice restricted Gurgit, and that was my premium deck and it was able to keep up good he enough would, he would
0: yeah. G card and then that was kind of it like it, it just didn't
3: need to do anything
1: else it was that <laughs> right and it was just fun to explain to people like remember this was legal in v premium
3: <laughs> so sick yeah, yeah.
0: so but it's
1: uh, it's still sad
0: it is are, are you just gonna are you still gonna do v instead of a uh, standard at spring fest or
1: um i think at this point it the incentive now is either to play gurgit or play ezel because ezel scissors has you need too many ezel's like Great Three in your deck, four as a to function mm-hmm. that the one Percival was kind of like, uh eh, that's all I had room for, anyways, sure, you know. Yeah. Um, and then Gurgit, it's just because, well, this deck just got buffed, so might as well. Mm-hmm. You know, but <laughs> like if you were planning on playing Duke, thinking like, oh cool, free restand, triple drive, fill a board, like like turbo deck, dead. I was planning on playing Prominence Core for fun, dead. <laughs> Not allowed. No. No fun allowed.
0: I would just love to see, like, we all go to Springfest, and then you just go up to one of the judges and be like, you ruined my experience, and then just walk (laughs) off. No. So um, I don't know if you've told this story before on either this or just the channel, but you have, like, a special relationship with bluish flames and percival right i love that deck yeah yeah
1: i've uh i think what what was really what it was was i think all of limit break era was when i was still new to the game and that was like my first year really like trying to understand what it's like playing vanguard and i don't think i even had like a fully like completed like done deck until uh zenith came out and that's when it was the first time i had like a fully completed deck that wasn't just like missing six or eight triple r's yeah (laughs) um and then after that when it progressed into the liberator stuff for legion half of the deck was the support from limit break like the Josefas, the zurons the brunos that was and the pgs that was all pre-legion so i already had Mm -hmm. half the deck done and it was now where i was just like this deck's abusive i love this (laughs)
0: like
1: it was just easier for me to kind of transition into that. And it was just a lot of fun going from like, oh yeah, this deck is like whatever, like Monarch Alfred counters Chaos Breaker. That's about it. But eh, it's an okay deck. And then it was like, mm-hmm. oh cool. I'm tier one. Had that happen.
0: Promotency. <laughs> I, I remember that. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I don't know. It was just like the whole aesthetic of like the blue flames and everything. I was like, I am, I'm liking this vibe a lot. And I think what it was, I was just so personally attached, just keeping on playing this deck, that even when G rolled around, the deck was still viable. So it was like you just threw on a, you slapped a G zone to the deck, and then that was it. You just kept playing. And I was like, I love this deck. I'm never getting rid of this. It just, no matter what, it never goes away. So, Mm -hmm. and then eventually, obviously, it got Power Crypt out. But then by then, it was just kind of like, yeah, like, you know what? We had a good two years together.
0: Yeah, um, I felt and then like it came we, back again. <laughs>
1: exactly, I felt like how Luard players feel now. They're like two years of this shit. Let's let's go, keep going. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or anyone who bought V Prism, like oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh cool. Well, time could to go back to locals. Them. Free wins. So I mean, Percival coming back. I, I even remember when I saw the artwork for it. I was like, I don't care what the card does. I'm playing it. The card could literally be like. On ride, discard five. I'm gonna play it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no benefit, it's just like, yeah, you wanna play Percival? Well, fuck you.
0: Sure. <laughs> and then it turned out to be the linchpin of everything. Exactly. Um,
1: that's what made it even better. Because it's like yeah. imagine your favorite card from your favorite clan, but it's in every deck at a four of.
0: Yeah. That like, would be that's I don't that's, know.
1: That's how Royal Paladin players feel when they find out they can run four blaster blade in a the deck. They're like, mm. absolutely thousand percent
0: yeah <laughs> i'm just hoping that like if they ever bring crayon tiger back that it's not no yeah no. Yeah. it's still a four of even like how what seven year eight years later now
3: <laughs> the
0: only amber clone to survive yeah yeah somehow something like that so to you know the ban list was stupid what do you think would have been like a good ban list for V?
1: Oh, let me pull up Luard lists real quick. Um, For person,
3: uh, you probably have to do like something absurd, like a three choose one, three choose one, and then like a restriction, maybe a three choose one at least. So, yeah, like you put like Ellie, Lizalette, mm, Aqua, Vert, uh, yeah, or Aqua or something like. Like that. what they did with Pale Moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You basically just have to hit, and I'm not even sure that solves the problem. That's was the worst part. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I don't know, but you know, I would like to see a hit to Luart as well. At least, you know, something to open up the format to like other decks that are like yeah. the, the cards that they trust trying to sell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I think
2: for Bermuda, like probably choice restrict like Aqua and Lee's a lot because that's a lot of easy advantage, and then probably just ban Ellie outright because it's very good shield value that you can recycle.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I I think, I think, like, I would like to see that if we get a different English list. Obviously, like, I don't know what the Hit the luard would be, but something. I have no idea.
1: I was thinking maybe, like, a choice restriction between Abyssal Owl and Karen, because those are just the two cards that keep the deck kind of, like, alive is all mm-hmm. the resources that you're gaining. Yeah. And I feel like those are the two targets. For, I feel like Abyssal Owl is 100% on there. Yeah,
0: a bit, yeah, a whatever. It's it <laughs> a one, maybe. Like, I feel like putting it's
1: what's weird is that people don't even run it at like the full playset. It's because the deck is so toolboxy that people run two to three of every grade one. The only one they run four of is the Brandwins, just for like, and the like maybe knees if they just want to on ride Vanguard only top seven for Luard or Leafall. Like, that's about it. Everything else is attack so yeah. it's just like oh well everything's a attack make it a choice restriction so they have to fill the deck with like other stuff. more clunky stuff yeah
0: yeah i feel like you can't you can't hit Neman, even though that would be that's like the the engine of all the toolboxing but it's also well, Neman
1: is already illegal in now. luard like that's already yeah. been a thing
0: yeah um so i'm not exactly sure what would you put like owl to one or something? You like, only get to use it one time.
1: Mm, I don't know. I'd probably, I'd honestly just make it like. It's just I feel like even if you made the owl to one, they're going to be like, okay, well, I'm just going to run sword breaker again.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think yeah. It needs, I, I think it needs to be like a large choice restrict. Hmm. So, I, you, if you're going to start doing choice restricts, might as well make use of them. when they're important. Because, like, again, all these cards are, like, functionally similar. It's about cutting down on the uh, amount of them, right? Yeah.
1: Like, the only counter-charge support the deck has is Karen, And if I'm not mistaken... Let me see. Yeah, Luard's skill returns normal units to the deck. So it's gonna return Karen, pull it back out, counter-charge. You just got your resource back. So I feel like having the choice between, okay, what's more important? Uh gain resources with Owl, or get my counter charge back with Karen. I have to pick. You know? I feel like that would make the deck at least a little bit more of a struggle, but it's not going to hurt it to the point where it's unplayable. But I think it's just the fact that since you can pick any two cards in your drop and pull them right, fish them right back out, mm-hmm. is, like, the fact that they have access to so many different tools. Like, okay, well, right now I need charge or, okay, well, I have plenty of damage. Right now I need hand, you know? Yeah. So... I don't know if it would even be just like straight up like restrict Karen to one and then like after that it's just kind of like okay now choice restrict like Abyssal Owl and something else. I don't even know what else you could choice restrict but it's just like I don't know.
0: That's the problem with toolbox decks like that is it's hard to find like one singular source of the problem. Usually the problem is the thing that's making the toolbox work but that's Lord so. (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah, but that's harder to to pull off.
3: Yeah, it's an yeah, it's an absolutely wild situation that we're in with the ban list. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, and,
0: and then, then meanwhile in Bush Road headquarters somewhere, they're like, "We got to kill lure and someone's died. Like Angel Feather, Angel Feather, we're doing Angel Feather. He's like, "Wait,
3: no." Yeah, I would also, I would also, I would also like to see like over triggers removed from premium and whatnot. I mean, I. would
2: I think I we would all say like the overtrigger.
3: Yeah. yeah, oh, well, I would overtrigger, like over-trigger to remove from the game, but, but you know, I'm I'm willing to start at premium. Yeah. Well,
1: maybe Wildress will, Dress will uh, introduce a new type of like anti-overtrigger mechanic. <sighs> it's going to be the whole anime is going to be about some kids that are like we figured out how to <laughs> turn the tide against the overtrigger. See, the thing check, I'm worried
2: about is like the
3: overtrigger from your, from your We're down.
2: clearly into like a new generation of. Like units, right? Like, it seems like this fa- says being focused on the encounter cards and like the new, like, dual nation ride line. So, I'm mm-hmm. afraid that they're gonna make like more over triggers.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. I don't wanna,
2: I... <laughs> too bad.
0: I don't wanna deal with this again. This is such a
2: dual nation over triggers. I will
0: kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean. That um so cool. The yeah, the, the the dual nation thing, we talked about it I think last week or the week before. Um mm-hmm. and it was just plant token related and kind of boring, but this one is more like Shiryuki aesthetic kind of uh it's Dark States and Dragon Empire. Um,
2: it's so sick. Yeah. It is pretty and, cool. Yeah. See, I don't like the way the dual nation cards are designed. Or so. I don't like how they're name-restricted. Yeah, letters. exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly that. It's like, why are they
3: name-restricted? Like, what is even the point now? Like, I think the whole ride line for the new one is name-restricted. Yeah, it is. No, the, well, the other one was name-restricted, too.
1: The only... The reason I like the newer one better is because the effects of, like, the Soul Blast 2 draw or the Soul Blast 2 tuck something, that's not name-restricted. The only thing that's name-restricted is, like, the skill that's kind of like, eh, like, makes sense that it's for... The unit it's when it's put on the guard circle, they mm-hmm. move to soul afterwards.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind like, of like
1: yeah. compared to the other skill. You're like, ah, eh, yeah, whatever. But like with the plant token ones, it was like the neutral skill was boom, create a token, and then it's like, oh, but if your vanguard is this name on attack blast one, and your tokens get 5k, or this token gets 5k for each of your rear guards, you're like, why is this the
2: name? Like, why yeah. is this the dual card no, if it no, needs? No,
1: this like, the non dual
2: card the, to work <laughs> for the dragon Empire dual card it was like it made a token which was generic and then it could like gain the token's power if you and were then, like yeah yeah and then the token could retire a bunch of th- uh you can count on the last one call the token hold on I'm trying to figure out which one' Yeah, so you yeah. can retire one or more rear guards, and the token mm-hmm. gains 5k for each thing retired, and then if you have the Stoakea boss, it can attack from the back row. Right. So, so yeah, like... they put the good one behind the, like, name restriction. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. It also
2: just defeats the purpose of these cards being, like, dual nation. Like, why would you even use this in like, anything now other than the one deck it's supposed to be in. Right. Like, take away the Glitter
1: effect for the Dual Nation Dragon Empire, Dragon, or, yeah, Dragon Empire Dark States card. Mm-hmm. It still would be, like, that would be a very beneficial effect for both nations. Like, I'm already thinking, oh, after Guard Muda Sol, Eugene, Barrow Magnes, Greedon. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, that would be a good effect for cards from both nations I can think of, but now that it's like, oh, but it only works for this one specific card that's only for Dragon Empire, it's like,
2: well, then it's not really a dual nation deck, is it? It's a Dragon Empire
1: deck. (laughs) Like,
2: none of these really, like, the dual nation part is completely aesthetic. Like, there's no real reason for it if you're going to name restrict it. Like, this is basically just, like, Majesty Lord Blaster or Glendius letting you play, like, Blaster Dark or Reverse Units in your deck. Yeah. You know, it's an aesthetic decision. It has two colors on it now. You like magic it's players. super lame. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. It, like, in in reference to th- this is completely off topic. The the grade three for that ride line. There are rumblings in uh, the Tachi community that there's a way to use this. To kind of have that old Gaia play style again, because you get a free 5k to your front row every turn before you stride this to the player, not to the vanguard. Mm-hmm. So if you combine that with persona ride, all your front rows get 15k, and then you can just do Gaia things again. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Let's 23 see, to 26k tank mammoth for free. Let's go.
2: Yeah. I just uh, noticed that the grade three is like on attack, so you can make extra attacks at the beginning the... of your okay, ride base. Sleepy.
3: You get, which is so weird. <laughs> it's
2: yeah. like final rush.
0: Kinda, yeah, yeah. It's that same, um, yeah, same idea where it targets the player, not the mm-hmm. unit itself.
1: And then you could um, also persona
2: ride, and then it's fifteen K mm-hmm. from. Yeah,
0: yep. That's what we're. That's what's. Yeah. The, but, the, no deck lists have been made. This is just like. Yeah. Idea My biggest
2: concern like, with the fox archetype so far is just where are you getting all the soul from?
3: It's also really weird that they made a keyword just a name restrict, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, what
0: was the deal with that?
1: That's. It's uh, so bizarre.
2: Like this is just so weird. Like it feels like this is just designed to be a Dark States deck, but then they decided to print Dragon Empire on it instead. Yeah. Bushy loves their keywords though. Look what they did to Buddy Fight.
0: (laughs) That's true. What did they do to Buddy Fight?
1: (laughs) Like every deck had its own, not only keyword, but like its own like icon and symbol. Like, Like right like after Overturn and Overkill, it was like we had like everything was like Oh, special ability of this one type of deck that every card had to have. like d share g evo. There was the one with the prism dragons. Like it was like, why are we doing this? You know, like mm-hmm. the only thing I saw the benefit was like for the searching because at least buddy fight had that. Was like search for a card with this logo yeah, right. on it. That's what yeah. made it easier. Vanguard doesn't do that. Vanguard doesn't have a search your deck for a glitter card, or at least we don't have yeah. that yet. But We all know that's not going to happen.
0: I mean, like Lake era was probably the closest you get to that uh, buddy fight thing, where just every clan had its own.
3: Yeah, but the the, yeah keywords
0: wave success, gorge, etc.
3: Maybe that was our maybe that was our clue to go to buddy (laughs) fight, and
0: then it didn't happen. Well, no, I
3: just no, you literally couldn't buy cards. Yeah. oh yeah no it, it was it was really stupid buddy fights
1: main problem was that every like staple was in a secret pack which was like one per like case or something it was it was incredibly difficult and it was the cards because they were one per case for the pack imagine it was like remember the sp packs for yes. vanguard yeah imagine it's that but imagine they are only in the sp pack and those cards are all so good you need four so mm. the whole every Buddy Fight deck was
3: around four to five hundred dollars retail.
0: Oh my god. That's awful. So just like, the
3: just to play. You couldn't even find like reg, like a lot of just regular cards early on. Mm. It was just so like it was
2: like early like early G era when they started printing like four of GRs that were a hundred dollars.
0: Remember that. The more to that, promise.
1: except yeah. It's, at least you could get away with just the four. It was like in Buddy mm. Fight, it was like you need all four is mandatory and then don't even get me started on the um the generic like spells that were like uh like tournament exclusive like it's like oh here's this really broken generic that's like oh if your opponent if your opponent declares a fourth attack you end their battle phase you know like that good and it's like oh but you can only get it at regionals like Mm -hmm. you know that's the only way you can acquire this card so everyone's like well, fuck! Like mm-hmm. I need four of that. problem. You know, it's like I need four of that, and everyone who enters only gets one. So the market was like, "Hey, uh, I went to Spring Fest and grabbed everyone's buddy fight cards who didn't want them. I'm selling the whole playset for 200 bucks." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeesh! No wonder it failed.
1: Yeah. Well, it it definitely failed because of um, what was that side deck called again? The the Lost Wasp World, that was Buddy Fight's truest downfall, was the lack of like Lost World uh, like support or making it easy to acquire Lost World cards. Cause that alone oh, was idea. like another four it was like think of it as like your extra deck from Yu-Gi-Oh!, yeah. Except every single card was a forty dollar staple. Oh god. And it's every not that's like Yu Gi Oh. That's like yu oh okay, no. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. Right. Except it was like its own like thirty card deck, so it wasn't just like ah fifteen. Cards. Oh, it was its own like thirty card deck, and there were some decks that revolved completely around the Lost deck as like their win con. So you had the two hundred dollar main deck and the two hundred dollar side deck, and then it was like okay, well the only way to beat Lost World is to have a Lost World deck. So it became like this thing where like if you wanted to be competitive, you had to shell out another two to three hundred dollars. On a whole separate deck that gets added to your deck during the game.
0: Mm-hmm. You ever it feel was... yourself going into jet just by hearing an explanation of something? <laughs>
3: yeah, well, this isn't even close to the most the the, the a good Yu Gi Oh deck right now.
2: Yeah, don't worry, Forbidden Droplet is $300.
3: Is it 300 What the heck happened? I don't. Continues I, I don't actually good. know, but I, will look. I thought it was like one. I thought it was like only like one thirty. Oh no
0: wonder God. so many people are turning to Master Jewel, right?
2: I think that might have just been for like a, It's one hundred and sixty-nine. Nice. I think I was thinking oh of my. like no, no, no. It's one
3: hundred fourteen. You're oh, looking okay.
0: at yeah, yeah. It's one hundred
1: fourteen. Oh no, it's uh lowest I'm seeing is one hundred seventy.
0: Okay, again, this, <laughs> the, the point is it's over hundred for
3: what? Like it's yeah, it's a lot. Well, <laughs> oh, and you need you need three. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well,
1: last I checked, it was thirty URs. So, Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) yeah. The problem with Master Duel, though, is like there's a lot of problems with Master Duel. Actually, the fact that they haven't added new cards in like two months is one problem. Yeah. Or Mm -hmm. put any ranking above plat one, which is also weird. Yeah. Like I think they would have at least launched with a diamond rank that every other video game has. Yeah. It's just so bizarre how 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 hard the ball has been dropped on Master Duel. Yeah. Like. It's know. okay,
2: you can't d rank out of the Platinum anymore.
0: I I, I don't know, I think people are just enjoying it.
3: No, sure. It yeah. let people play whatever dumb Blue Eyes deck they want to play.
0: Yeah, also Max C is at 3, which like for Western players must be very fun. And, and Super Max Polly is, is so legal. dumb.
3: No, <laughs> Super Polly is legal. Max C being at 3 is incredibly cringe.
0: Do you think it was like a test, right? Right, where they're they're just like we're thinking about it. Let's see yeah. how. Let's see what happens. No, it's they're no. they're o- they're o- copying
3: was. they're copying the OCG meta. Yeah. Uh, Maxi they, they, has
2: been legal in Japan for fucking ever.
3: Yep. Just wait till the Brave Engine goes yeah. on Master Duel.
2: Yeah, but don't worry, it totally stopped combo decks. It's not like two of the top three decks in Master Duel right now are combo decks,
3: right? <laughs> I can't wait till the till the Brave Engine uh, is just like all oh, yours. <laughs> you three, you are Aquamancer, three, you are Right, a you are Griffin, and a you are. Um... So a hero deck. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Except you need it for any deck you want to play. That's true. Literally any single one. Yeah.
0: Started off with whining about the ban list, ended with a tangents episode.
2: Yeah. All <laughs> That's... I guess going back to Vanguard, I am a little worried like how they're going to fit any of the existing cards into set five, if they are even going to, because I think during the strategy presentation or the product presentation, whatever that thing is called, they had mentioned that this is primarily focused on like the cross cards and like the encounter cards. So I'm wondering if like they're even going to bother outside of mostly generic cards that we've seen so far.
0: i nice. because like not sure i hope
2: all did. the ride lines are triple r's mm-hmm. as are like the dual nation cards that go with them mm-hmm. so that's already like half the triple r's well let's see so
1: i'm looking at the wiki and i'm just seeing they have a weird way of putting the um the encounter cards they have their own rarity called 10th triple
2: r so there's triple R and then there's 10th triple R. Oh right, cuz it's the 10th anniversary. So they're That's like That's
0: right. Okay.
2: So there's what?
1: I can't really tell cuz one of the 10th rares. Oh no, they're all triple R. So there's 1 2 3 when, that four, be... five, six, uh 7 8 I don't know. So it's, it's still to be TBD. T-
2: t- t- yeah, so <laughs> Either these sets are like absolutely huge because they have to shove every single new, they have to shove these new cards that they're trying to push alongside every other old archetype that they have to keep supporting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, damn,
3: easy.
1: And that's also not even telling. Like, are are the? I'm assuming the only dual nation cards are just going to be whatever. Like, kind of gets revealed. Like, we get a ride line yep. and then two. Like, yeah, he's gonna be the only two, or are we gonna see like commons that are just like, uh eh, like I
0: don't know. Oh, this one, On one plays drop and draw. Yeah, this one's cater and the uh, brand gate or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this doesn't don't... sound too bad. I feel like that they, they they'd be next door to each other,
2: right? Awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> also... huh?
2: Hmm? Now I'm just wondering, like. If the dual nation cards would allow you to play cards from both nations in the deck, which I highly doubt they would, no. because that's, like, super broken. But it just feels... I'm, like, looking at some of the cards that have been revealed, and it really feels like cards are being designed as, as if that was the case, but we know it's not. Yeah. It's so weird.
0: Well, they also have to be incredibly careful, because if, 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 you know... Like, if I don't not, think they're going
2: to allow full nation mixing outside of these dual nation cards. I'm just like... Yeah. It's weird that cards are being designed as if that were the case, because I'm looking at, like, one of the double R's that was revealed just uh, a couple days ago in the magazine, I think. And it's like, when attacks are boosted, it gets, like, plus five for each of your, like, grade one or less, and it's a Dragon Empire card. And you would think with, like, the plant token thing that just got revealed that you'd want it in that, but it's, like, a Dragon Empire card, so I don't know.
3: Yeah. Who knows?
0: Well, I guess uh, anything more we want to say?
2: Not particularly.
0: All right. Well, to the person listening, the, the question of the day is what's, uh, what do you think would have been the correct way to do this uh, V Premium b- uh, ban
3: list? Or what if this is not our ban list? Yeah. yeah. Like what I if did... there's an English-specific ban list? We That's, can my hope. Hope. That's my hope for right now.
2: English Pacific away. ban list. They finally banned the Overtrigger because we
3: wouldn't shut up about it. Hell yeah. I would <laughs> yeah. I would not even be mad.
0: I Okay, if I... If that ends up happening, I am doing Buffalo Bill's dance from Silence of the Lambs. Please do not.
2: <laughs> yeah. Please do not actually do that. Like, I took a stupid <laughs> bet to, like, make an SP deck, and that just cost me money. Please don't cost all of us our sanity. Right.
0: All right, fine. Uh okay. Well, uh thanks Richard for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks Um, for having me. I I I'm this is a dumb question. Where can people find you?
1: (laughs) Um at Twitter, at at Richard Gilroy on Twitter.
0: And also you run the YouTube channel that we like sell oh, yeah. mm-hmm. divided from.
1: <laughs> you You go to Nexus core on YouTube and you comment anything. I'll see it.
0: Yeah. It's true. Um, yeah. So you can follow us at Nexus at night on, on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, we got a Patreon. Thanks to Darren Cole, Josh, Jeremy, and Mewell for being $10 patrons. We got merch, all that's in the description or the show notes. And how about the rest of us?
2: You can find me at Wiggums, two G's, two Z's on Twitter. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse.
0: And then you can find me at uh, Atlas Novak on uh, Twitter, Instagram, or you can follow my other podcast, Generation Dan, that comes out on Thursdays.
3: All right. Well, thanks,
0: everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. I was Atlas. I'm still Matt.
1: I'm Root Beer. And I'm the Gold Pound and Clan Leader.
0: (laughs) Have a good night, everybody. (laughs)